0: From cutting away from McEnany's speech on voter fraud to receiving praise from CNN's Brian Stelter, what has happened to Fox News? Joe Biden has his list of executive orders ready to go for Inauguration Day. And AOC, she says it was actually the GOP who linked Democrats to defunding the police. We've got all that and much more coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Hillary Kennedy. I am still Filling in for Miss Sarah Gonzalez, who we miss greatly. But with me today, I'm very lucky because I have two of the most brilliant minds in the building. Mr. <laughs> Glenn Beck, host of the Glenn Beck program.
1: Currently in, <laughs> <the laughs> in the building. Currently <laughs> in the building. At the time yeah. which this <laughs> is on when everybody gone,
0: yes. And our Blaze C V media critic, Rob Eno. You know, thank you for being here. All right, it's been a week since the election. Nothing has really slowed down. But I think that one of the things that has just really been hitting everybody in such a weird way. What is going on with Fox News? So, Fox News host Neil Cavuto, he interrupted the network's live feed of a Trump campaign speech from press secretary Kayleigh McEnany on Monday, telling viewers that he couldn't in good countenance continue showing it. We've got a clip, take a lesson. Legal vote well, be- well, well.
2: I, I just think we have to be very clear that she's charging, uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up, I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make, that the other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Uh, if she does bring proof of that, of course, we'll take you back. So far, she has started saying, right at the outset, welcoming fraud, welcoming illegal voting. Not so fast. We'll have more after this. So let me tell you something about Neil Cavuto. Uh, I've told this story before, but I've never connected it to somebody. I sat in Neil Cavuto's office in 2007. It was, uh, uh, no, 2008. It was before the crash, maybe six months before. And I laid my case out and Neil pushed back and he was like, that's crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy. And uh, we finished. And I stood up and I said, Neil, I don't know where I have this wrong. You know, I I, I don't know where I have this wrong, but your your argument here doesn't make sense. He said, and he didn't even look up. It was like the Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory before Charlie gets the factory, except I never got the factory. He said, you're the most irresponsible person I've ever met, and I said, so you don't agree with what's coming. He said, it's not that I don't agree. We have a responsibility not to tell the American people because they will panic. And I said, Neil, I think it's irresponsible to treat the American people like they're morons. They have every right to know this. Six months later, the economy collapsed in 2008. That was Neil Cavuto and he hasn't stopped his pattern. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who are you to edit the news for me? Who are you to tell me what I can and cannot watch? The American people need to stand up and demand that all sides are okay to hear. We don't burn books. We don't chase people out of the public square. We can disagree with them. They can be wrong. They can even be liars. But it's for us to decide. I didn't appoint or elect you as a gatekeeper. Let me ask you one more question on this. So Fox News decides they're not going to play it. So you got to go out and search what she said. Maybe you could find it on whitehouse.gov. But if I find something in it and I think that people should see this, if I share it, will Facebook let me share it? Will Twitter let me share it? Or am I on a list now and I've I've been demonetized and throttled back because the algorithms don't agree with that. Mm. This is dangerous and it's got to stop.
1: To to that point, um, first thing I say, the media has always done this, right? They have done this for a hundred years when it was Walter Cronkite on the TV. We just didn't know that
2: they were doing this. But the bigger issue here is, They haven't been doing, they tried, this cabal of the the left has tried to put the genie back in the bottle, but you can't. Now, even Fox is joining with social media to say, we control all information. We control not just the information, we control the viewpoint. We control what's true and what's not that's that's trouble that's
1: why we're important that's why the other alternative conservative media is important my my social media feed right now is is filled with people that are done with fox they're absolutely done they're actively looking for alternative sources now do we get shut down by somebody because it's big tech and we'll see what happens there but to your point about twitter and facebook a friend of mine runs a website in New Jersey called Save Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's a local version of, like, a red state mm-hmm. um, or what I used to run in Massachusetts, a red mass group. He shared a picture with a Ben Weingarten put up of an affidavit, an actual affidavit from Michigan. Twitter put under under it, this, this claim of voter fraud may be disputed. Mm-hmm. It was... Factual. Mm -hmm. It was an actual filed affidavit. No, because they're just putting it on immediate. But what I'm saying is they're putting it on immediately,
2: not knowing what the content is at all. Well, which is wildly irresponsible. They came out today and said that it is not just a single something can be true, but not true in the whole um, uh, the whole mosaic of the truth. Wait a minute. What?
1: The truth is binary.
2: The, yeah. It's, it's, it's true or not. It right. is true or not. And you can use this to say one way or another, but that doesn't change the meaning of that piece. And let me tell you something. I built this network and everyone said I was freaking nuts for doing it. They said I would never be able to prosper. I just did an interview with Megan Kelly, who's now doing her own thing. And I've been trying to convince her to do it for 10 years. We don't need anyone else anymore. The reason why the internet exploded is because there's no guardian on top. There's no gate you have to pass through. America was founded because we do not like guards. We don't like gatekeepers. We don't like the fact that you have to be from a certain family or have a certain point of view. That's Mm un-American. It's un-American. And I urge you to help us bury Fox. I urge you to join us at Blaze TV. Use my promo code. I think you get 30% off. I don't know if you get that for the news and why it matters as well. But join us. Join us. Because uh, things are changing. And this is The Alamo.
0: Well, people, obviously, like you mentioned, on social media have just been going nuts about Fox News and what's going on there. Tucker Carlson he was kind of a lone wolf there he took a shot it seemed like at neil cavuto um and th- and then cutting away from her speech so let's take a listen to what he had to say
3: we're a large percentage of our population no longer believes that our democracy is real that is sad it is also dangerous it could easily get worse yep. what we're doing in response is hardly the a solution it is making our country much more volatile it is setting us up for something bad In a democracy, you cannot ignore honest questions from citizens. You're not allowed. You can't dismiss them out of hand as crazy or immoral for asking. You can't just cut away from coverage you don't like. You can't simply tell people to accept an outcome because force doesn't work in a democracy. That's dictatorship. In a free society, you have to convince the public of your legitimacy. You have to win them over with reason. Democracy is always a voluntary arrangement. Telling voters to shut up is never enough.
0: So Glenn, since you've worked at Fox News, you know how everything goes behind the scenes there. Oh. Do you think he just shot himself in the foot by making these remarks? Do you think I they think would ever he turn on him? I think he just made
2: himself an American hero. I think Tucker Carlson has been um, in trouble since the day he started really telling the truth in an effective way. He is the most powerful truth teller on mass media in the market today. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, if I could advise Tucker, watch your back because, uh, cable news is an absolute pit of vipers and demons. And I will tell you, they will do everything they can to destroy him. You watch, you will start to see things coming out about Tucker, that he's unstable, that he's a racist, that he, whatever it is but you will start to see it. And I'm telling you, because I have experience, George Soros spent a million dollars to pull me down, but because of what Fox did behind the scenes, and oh my gosh, did, did that, was that said about, that came from us, I am going to find out who did that. Fox plays dirty with their own staff, and I'm telling you, they're gonna stab him in the back. You need to pray for Tucker Carlson.
0: He's been really honest this year about some of the things that he's come up against and asked, you know, for prayer for his family. So I totally agree with you there. Um, So another thing, (laughs) Fox News, there was a kind of a hot mic moment with Sandra Smith. She was caught making a a remark about a, excuse me, a guest who questioned the media calling the presidential election too soon. Let's listen to that. Over whoever is decided to be the president, remember just because CNN says or even Fox News says that somebody's president doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was
4: done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Like, we called it, and I think we have to look into every one of these concerns.
2: No idea conf- she's even yeah. on the air. Yeah.
1: The Constitution of the United States says that the president is selected on December 14 when the electors meet in their respective states. And the legislatures confirm it and transmit it to the house which on january 6th with the new house of representatives certifies the electoral college vote that's who picks the election it's not the media the media thinks that they- we called it because- we said he's president he's president we said that covid is not going to have a vaccine When Donald Trump said that a vaccine is weeks or if not a couple months away during the debate, we fact-checked it. We said it's not true. A week after the election, oh my God, the vaccine's 90% effective. The week after the election, your friends at 60 Minutes said, oh my God, look at this amazing Trump administration program that's going to get everything out a week after the election. Don't tell me that you don't. It, we called it
2: again <laughs> it's the difference between constitutional loving americans and those who are willing to kowtow to a group of elites this case in the media who believe if if they say it on cnn or they say it on fox news or god forbid if two or more in you know, the Mother Earth's name are called and they say it together, well, then it's gospel truth. The American people are on to them. You watch. Fox has had the biggest ratings drop they've ever had. Okay, I think in the history of cable news, they had the largest ratings drop. CNN might be making hay right now. That's over very soon.
1: Well, see, remember... There's a point to that, right? Remember, the Fox audience stayed with Fox during the Soros defund effort. During the effort where everybody on the left got together and said, advertisers shouldn't add there. The advertiser boycott. That audience stayed with them. And, now and in the past it. week and a half, they have taken a knife, they have stabbed it in their back, and they have opened their ribcage wide open from there.
2: And back. I will tell you this. And I think the reason why they're doing it is because... A, the Murdoch's children want to be able to have, you know, be at the cocktail parties, and they're so embarrassed by Fox News, even though it's making them billions of dollars uh, over the lifespan. Um, But it's not just the cocktail party. There is a real danger on what's going on with this uh, Truth and Reconciliation project. They are starting to gather names. They have a website Where they're gathering names and these aren't nobodies that are doing this they're dead serious about making sure that people who voted who were advocates who worked for trump uh who donated to trump if you've tweeted you've probably you're probably going to make it to, to to that list 70 million americans plus will be on that list That is a real danger. And I think Fox wanted to send the clear message. That's why they called everything first. They stood there alone because we're sending a clear message. We're not we're not for him. We're we're not blindly for him. We're with you.
0: Right. Had to distance themselves before. I mean, and that's doxing on a whole new level. Completely crazy. All right, so we have to go to break, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about CNN. You mentioned CNN, Glenn. Um, we want to talk a little bit about uh, Brian Stelter because he seems to have grown uh, some affection for Fox. Oh, yeah. All right, so first we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. You know, this year has reminded us of many things, including how important it is to look after the ones that we love. And this holiday season, you can give the gift of safety, accuracy, and self defense. You can give them iTarget Pro. Because when the government can't or won't protect your family, self-defense is your only option. But most of us don't have time to consistently train. Plus, as you know, ammo is really expensive. So that's why iTarget was invented. Using their proprietary app and the laser bullet, you can now train safely in the convenience of your own home with your actual firearm iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. And today you can save 10% plus you'll get free shipping with the offer code NEWS at checkout when you go to iTargetPro.com This is the smartest way for you to practice and it pays for itself in just a few days. So this holiday season, give the gift that is a bullseye. That's the letter iTargetPro.com iTargetPro.com Offer code NEWS We'll be back in just a minute. So two days before the presidential election, Brian Stelter at CNN ranted against Fox News claiming they were misleading voters. Well, it seems now he may have changed his mind about them. Uh, Take a listen to this.
3: When you spoke this week, did you all talk about this possibility? No, we
2: didn't, but we did talk about Fox News, and he's very disappointed at Fox News. At very crucial moments, uh, the debate Chris Wallace is moderating was terrible, really hurt, I
3: think, uh, the president. And then you know they called the election. They called Arizona with fourteen percent of the vote in. You, many other networks never called it. Meanwhile, they wouldn't call
2: Florida for hours. Why? What was going on at Fox News that they didn't want to give the president the sense that he was winning or had the potential shot of winning? Um, Fox has a great decision
3: desk. I respect their decision desk. They don't. They don't. They don't do it like that. They don't play games like that, Chris.
2: <laughs> I think media malpractice. Let's look at the Fox News poll. It was off by what, eight points? Almost every poll was, in, the data coming out of
3: Fox was not good at all. Yeah, we're going to and, get into the polls, but, but the, Fox, uh, the Fox polls were scientific. They were trying their best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So thoughts on them being new besties? So, here's
1: the deal. <laughs> the Fox News Decision Desk is run by a Democratic donor to Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, and a bunch of other Democrats for his entire life. He is a Democratic partisan. The reason that he likes the Fox Decision Desk guy is because he's one of him. There's only one hunty-dumpty. There yeah, is only yeah, one, one hunty-dumpty. There's only one stelter, but, but that's why he likes them. Of course they called it because they wanted to, like you said, single a message that, that they're fair. There is no reason on the face of the earth that North Carolina is not called. And Arizona was called. North Carolina has been at 95% on the New York Times, this is how it's going to go meter, since 1045 on election night. Mm-hmm. It hit 95%, and it hasn't budged maybe to 87%. But it hasn't really budged, and they've not called North Carolina. You know why they haven't called North Carolina? Because they needed to know that we need to make up some stuff in North Carolina. Right? It's, it's absolute in the polls. Give me a break. Their model was completely wrong. They, they knew, you, you've got, um, what's his name there, uh, Luntz. Frank Luntz saying that the that the public polling media is completely dead. It's over, it's dead. They're not scientific, right? They're not. There there are models that go into every polling. Like our friend Steve Day said, I think the IMHE did these ones. You know, the ones that said there were going to be 2 million coronavirus deaths. Mm-hmm. In the United States are the ones that put these models together. They're models. People are fallible, Brian. People are fallible.
2: I think there's a a, a less anti-Trump reason for Fox doing this, but Fox is definitely sending a message. So it's either, hey, hey, we're part of the club, or hey, hey, Joe Biden, we want to be able to be at your, we want to be able to have access to the White House. We wanna be able, otherwise they're completely shut out, completely shut out. I know that I was asked to uh, maybe lay off a couple of people from here and there because the White House was shutting down access to the reporters. So Fox has played this game before, but now he's playing it with open kimono marxists Mm -hmm. they're not going to let fox news in unless you're playing ball and i think for one reason or another and it all is to please the murdochs and the bottom line they sold donald trump out
0: well we did get some good news this week um Attorney General William Barr authorized the DOJ to investigate claims of election fraud. He instructed prosecutors that investigations may be conducted if there are clear and apparently credible allegations of irregularities that, if true, could potentially impact the outcome of a federal election in an individual state. Um, Now, he did caution against pursuing less credible claims. Mm
2: -hmm. And there's tons of those.
0: So uh, he said nothing here should be taken as any indication the department has conducted or concluded that voting irregularities have impacted the outcome of any election. But they do have until December 9th to finalize the results and resolve any disputes. And then, of course, December 14th is when the Electoral College will finalize everything.
2: I'm, I'm a little sick of... Uh, bar myself I, I mean I've given him the benefit of the doubt now for two years and he's gonna do something he's gonna do something he's gonna do something I, I think what he's done here is right he's what he's saying is right and that's great but I, I'm a little sick of giving this man the benefit of the doubt uh, and oh we're gonna see a report we're gonna see this where his heads are gonna roll and nothing he's running out of time
4: yeah
1: hopeful yeah I, I don't think there's hopeful I think you know I, I, I would love just for the pure schadenfreude of it mm-hmm. or that they say that word, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> j- just just for the pure drinking of the liberal tears for me to see Donald Trump become president after they all celebrate in the streets. I don't think it's going to happen. Do I think there are irregularities and they should be? Yeah, every single time there are irregularities. You know, you have um, voter fraud does not exist. We just had somebody arrest, uh, arrested and charged in the state of Texas for 138 felony counts of registering basically people that have no ability to function on a daily basis from a,
2: a nursing home in, Philadelphia, right. in in pennsylvania there's a there's a whole ring suspected ring of 25,000 elderly in nursing homes they these requests all came in at once boom
1: Oh, you mean it happened in two states?
2: Uh, yeah, did it, what,
1: what it, it may not have. Yeah. You, know, you know, but it's only this one's only a little one. Yeah, know. Right? it's a lone wolf. I know, they were a lone wolf person. Right, didn't kind of. But I will, I will caution people on our side, right, and especially Rudy Giuliani. I know he's been a friend of the network. He's been on. Rudy I like Giuliani. Rudy, but he's Rudy. Rudy last night tweeted out that Real Clear Politics rescinded its call of Pennsylvania. Real Clear Politics never called Pennsylvania. Now. The same thing would have been fine if you would have said, hey, look, real clear politics hasn't called Pennsylvania. Maybe they know maybe they have some hope that something's thinking out. But the narrative's different when you said they pull back the call. Everybody goes and shares it. People look like they're crazy. You have to only put out facts. You can't, as the president's lawyer, running this whole thing, or being the public face of running it. Come up with things like this. You just can't because it it breaks all credibility and people are only going to stay with you for so long.
0: Well, I do think there are a lot of people at least that are hopeful that maybe, since this is being taken seriously and they are investigating, maybe it will help restore some faith because it seems That's, like...
2: That should be our main goal. Right. It shouldn't be to make sure Donald Trump wins. or That was Al Gore's goal. So let me select the counties to recount so I can win. Our goal should be Let's make sure this was a fair and legal vote. Every vote that is legal should count. Come what may, come what may
0: we do have a story next we don't have time for it uh so we got to go to break but we do have a story next that involves whoopi goldberg and it might make steam come out of your ears so you want to stick around for that one. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor rough greens you know if you're a dog owner you know that loving your dog is only part of the responsibility you have as his owner you also have to take really good care of him and make sure that you do everything you can to promote a healthy and happy life for him and that's why there's rough greens rough greens it isn't a dog food it's actually a supplement that you put On your dog's food and it contains all the nutrients that your dog needs but they get cooked out of the kibble food when it's being made so they're putting it back the probiotics the antioxidants the vitamins the minerals the omega oils these are just some of the things that your dog needs to lead a healthier lifestyle and they're all the things that are actually in rough greens so get the rough greens jumpstart bag today for just $14.95 and then you can start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier if you wanna see your dog thrive again, just go to ruffgreens.com blaze. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com blaze. We'll be right back. Whoopee, whoopee, whoopie oh man. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, she's co-host on The View. She said Republicans and conservatives should just suck it up and accept the preliminary results of the presidential election like they did back in 2016. <laughs> All right, I want to play this clip.
4: Now, I just, I want to bring something up right now. I want to say to all those people who don't believe that Americans actually got out and voted, let me say this to you. When you know who was elected four years ago, you know Hillary Clinton didn't say, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. What? Stop the count. <laughs> she didn't say, this isn't right. I'm not going for it. She didn't say any of that. So all of you, suck it up. Suck it up like we sucked it up. And if you are not sure that you're comfortable with Joe Biden, do what we did. Find things and then take it to the law. And if the law says it's something to look at, look at it. But from now on, suck it up. Grow the pear for him that he can't grow for himself. Because this is ridiculous. You're not sure that he won. Uh, You bringing into question All these Americans who voted legally came out and stood and voted. How dare you question it? Oh,
2: my gosh. I've never wanted to use the F word right now more more than right now. Um, uh, uh, First of all, um, Hillary still, still (laughs) says she's the legitimate winner. Okay, still to this day, says it. Um, second of all, there wasn't a way to recount. It wasn't that close. But believe me, if it was this close, they would have recounted. And the last thing. We heard about Donald Trump trying to steal this election uh, with the post office thing and everything. There, he's going to steal the election. He's going to steal the election. He's going to steal the election. With absolutely n- nothing to back that up, nothing to back that up, we've heard that for three months, and then, also, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden's people, all of them said, "We will never concede. We will never concede." So, suck it, Whoopi. Suck it.
1: <laughs> did, did Whoopi lived in the same, on the same planet? To use a Barney Frankism. On what planet does she spend most of her time? I, for the last four years, they have delegitimized President Trump, said it was a delegitimate election, said that it was all because of Russian collusion, impeached the president for telling the truth about Hunter Biden, basically, for the last four years. And you know what? The American people don't buy what Whoopi's selling because if the American no. people actually bought it, the... The house of representatives wouldn't be it looks like it's going to be like what 221 mm-hmm. to maybe 215 mm-hmm. Is that the right now 214 sorry did and my it, math wrong um but but i mean it that would not
2: have happened look at the laws that were rejected by californians look at the voting pattern donald trump may have lost but suck it up i don't think so The American people may have voted for Joe Biden for the one reason, if these numbers are legitimate, and I don't reject them as legitimate, I also don't accept them as legitimate until we've run the whole course. But the American people, I think, if they were legitimate, they looked at Joe Biden and said, he's just not chaos, and you know what? We'll vote, we'll vote the Senate, we'll vote the House, We'll go down ballot, just maybe not Donald Trump. That's reasonable for people who were on the fence about Donald Trump or even Democrats. Really, Joe Biden won, but there's no mandate. There's no mandate. Oh, there's a mandate. It's the opposite.
1: No, no. She, she, I mean, I, I saw Speaker Pelosi say that there was an absolute mandate in this election. Really? the closest election absolute uh, mandate right okay absolute mandate. i mean the the american people put her back in i think there is
2: i think there is a (laughs) mandate and that is stay away from marxism that's the mandate we don't buy into your marxist bullcrap we we may not have liked donald trump we were torn on him as a nation but we don't buy into any of this stuff and that's the stuff that's going to get him in trouble
0: well and I, I also just the thing that struck me about what whoopi said is she said you know we sucked it up in 2016 Well, what about all the not my president stuff that we've been listening to that nonsense for the last four years how about i wouldn't the, call that sucking it up how
2: about the pussy hat parade yeah i mean look look at that that was sucking it up boy i'd hate to see what you guys do if you disagree yeah. and you're not sucking it up
0: that's exactly right all right, so let's talk a little bit about Biden's plans, because he's been making plenty of them. He said he plans to roll out at least four executive orders should he ultimately be sworn in on January 20th, undoing a lot of the work of President Trump. That's
2: why you don't do them through executive order.
0: Yeah, he said he plans to rejoin uh, both the Paris Climate Agreement mm-hmm. and the World Health Organization. He plans to reinstate DACA. Um, and repeal the president's so-called travel ban on certain Muslim countries. He's also previously vowed to repeal uh, Trump's tax cuts and reverse the Mexico City policy, which bans foreign aid from going to non-governmental organizations that promote or pay for abortions. He's also expected to start announcing White House staff appointments early next week. So by the end of his term, do you think he will just have undone everything that President Trump?
2: No, um, no, but uh, Kamala might, you know, in her uh, last three years, I guess. <laughs> um, the, um, uh, Biden can't undo everything. Um, he's going to try to do a lot by fiat if they get the Senate he will undo much of, I think, the Constitution. Um, Remember, Kamala, she said she'd give 100 days to Congress to figure out common sense gun control, or she'd do it by fiat. You can't do that. But this is, you know, when we had both houses of Congress, this is why Congress should have passed those things and not through executive order. The next guy who comes in can undo everything. What are we going to do? We're going to go back and forth. The next person that gets in, they're going to undo the Biden stuff with executive power. It's stupid. Stop it.
1: Right. That's what, it's why Paul Ryan is no longer Speaker. Right. It, it They yes. lost the House because they didn't run on the agenda. Here's the little secret. The, the establishment politicians don't want to ever do what they say they're going to do on either side of the, no. the party because that stops the send more money train, right? It's like, send more, money, send more 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 money. And next time we'll really stop abortion when we have a Republican president, a majority in the Senate, and a majority in the House. We, we will put through those things to stop that. I, I think it's amazing that Trump got his tax cuts through. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is one thing that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's fantastic. And that's something he can't undo unless by legislation. Um, you know the and, and I he don't says he's is,
2: gonna do it by wait, executive order but he can't He
1: can't well you know donald trump tried to stop us from having FICA taken out of our check by executive order and that didn't happen because i think every company looked at it and said this is going to be an accounting nightmare mm-hmm. um at the end of the day so yeah, you can't do these things by executive order um i was just shocked to to not see i will declare war and use my war powers on like x country in the first 48 days, because you know that endless war is coming back. And Mm -hmm. I had a friend that's like, what's the first country that Joe Biden's going to go to war with? That'll be a question we can ask in January.
2: The Middle East has already said, I don't know if you saw the statement from Iran yesterday or today, where they said to the Middle East, you picked the wrong side. Now your protection is going away, and you better come back to us or there's trouble. And, you know, Biden is already reaching out to the Palestinian Authority. We're going to see trouble in the Middle East.
0: Well, he's, he's not winning any friends with people who are sick of wearing masks either, because uh, Joe Biden is calling for mask wearing nationwide. Nope. He, he wants there to be a, a national mandate. Um, they're considering a mask mandate for federal buildings, which the Trump administration didn't implement. So he's Guess asking. Guess where I don't go. uh, Yeah, federal federal buildings. Yeah, but he's asking for everyone. He's already telling everybody, like it's so easy, just wear a mask. And he wants this to be a national thing. So, do you think we will ever see arrests for people not wearing masks?
1: I I think. (laughs) I think you did, right? I mean, I I think you did in, or you saw them for not social distancing in New York. But again, I am completely, I, I, to no end, you know, in. West, not Westchester County. What the, what's the county north of New York there where all the rich people in, in Greenwich, Connecticut? Greenwich. That national mandate is going to be completely and utterly enforced the exact same way as it is in the Bronx. Oh, yeah. Same. Exactly the same way.
2: And it, with if, the if, it same, is, yeah. if they go for a national <laughs> mandate and it doesn't come from the state, but I'm living in the state of Texas and they say, we're just following the national mandate. Screw you. Right. No, they do not. Have a right. Liberty is our fight now. Liberty.
0: Amen. On that note, we're going to break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Yeah, there are so many
1: people. Totally not going to use those mass mandates to put black people in jail. You know, totally not going to do that.
0: A lot of left wingers like AOC they've repeatedly called for defunding the police. Well, now she's blaming the GOP for linking the Democrats to socialism and anti-police movements. I want you to listen to this.
5: So, you know, first and foremost, I want to acknowledge that so many of I acknowledge, first of all, just the, the really hard fight that a lot of our swing district members um, had. And it, it is not to deny that Republicans levied very effective uh, rhetorical attacks against our party. That, I believe, is is absolutely true. But I think one of the things that's very important is that is to realize that very effective Republican attacks are going to happen every cycle. And so the question is, how do we defend ourselves against that? If you look at some of these, you know, some of the the arguments that are being advanced, that defund the police hurt, or that arguments about socialism hurt, not a single Not a single member of Congress that I'm aware of campaigned on socialism or defunding the police in this general election. And these were largely uh, slogans or they were they they were demands from activist groups that we saw in the largest uprising in American history around police brutality. And so the question that we have is how can we build in a more effective democratic operation that is stronger and more resilient to Republican attacks? So I just want to remind everybody
0: that she demanded that New York defund the police, declaring defunding the police means defunding the police.
1: Wait wait, wait a second. But she didn't do it in the context of her election. Oh, good point. She said that nobody in the context of their election said these things. I mean, sure, like her... There might be other members of Congress that are proud members of the Democratic Socialists of America, but they didn't put forward the socialist platform in their election, Glenn.
2: Well, that's because, um, you know, as (laughs) Neil Cavuto will tell you, people are just too stupid. No, actually, people heard it. They heard it. Whether you said it in context of the election or not, they know exactly who these people
0: are.
1: And I can't believe you called her AOC. It's Alexandria. I know that's right. AOC.
0: She does not like. I to mean, be. when you, when you, oh you by call just her by
1: you, when you
2: can't call her AOC. Oh, you've just guaranteed that I will call her AOC <laughs> for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> all right so we'll talk about a story that you know a lot of people have been wondering what happened with this story so the sex assault charge against Jacob Blake that was dropped in a plea deal now who we haven't heard from about this are the feminists the Alyssa Milano's or the Rose McGowan's of the world Um, in case you don't remember this happened in Kenosha Wisconsin and Blake became kind of a national hero after he was partially paralyzed by a police officer shooting him in the back this was back in August he had been attempting um, to allegedly break into the home of a woman that he knew, then sexually assaulting her. He had a felony warrant out for his arrest over the allegation at the time that the shooting happened. The police officers in the incident, they maintained that he resisted arrest, that he was holding a knife. They did find a knife on the floorboards of the car he was driving. But the sex assault charge, it was dropped as part of a plea deal. And the district attorney said it was dropped in part because the accuser refused to cooperate with the prosecution, especially since he's become such a huge national public figure how do you think this case is going to end for him
2: well i don't know uh, but i just am so proud that we've torn down all of our heroes and we're replacing them now with such fine upstanding people it's beautiful
1: sex assault is one of the hardest cases to prove right It, it, it absolutely is i was on a jury once um it was for a sex assault of a seven or eight year old um we had a almost hung jury we deliberated for for weeks and i it's funny i was chosen because of what i do openly and how much of a republican activist i was um the prosecutor wanted me on it i led the non-conviction side because i didn't see the proof right it's the american system it's your without a reasonable doubt and if the accuser is not gonna if the person that can testify isn't going to testify you don't have a case i don't think there's anything nefarious here i mean prosecutors make these judgments um all the time it's actually
2: it's very common it's very common and Mm -hmm. it's very hard and if you've ever been in a jury room because i was on a sexual assault thing too and it was really difficult because people generally really want to be fair they want to Mm -hmm. get it right and there are so many things that you don't know can't know and they don't tell you which is crazy they don't tell you anything you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's really agonizing. It's hard. So if you don't have you don't have the witness, you got nothing. Yeah.
0: Well, he did end up uh, pleading guilty to two counts of disorderly conduct in order to get the third degree sexual assault charge dropped. And he said, honestly, Your Honor, although I pled guilty to this, I don't consider myself to be guilty. Oh, I pretty better. much took this opportunity to get to see my children quicker. He said he didn't sexually assault her. Um, The police said, you know, she had a pretty compelling, very descriptive account. But again, it's just interesting that we don't hear anything from people like the Alyssa Milano's of the world, the believe all women. And, you Mm -hmm. know, no one's really talking about that or or rushing to try and support this woman and say, you know, we want to hear your story, get your story out. But we haven't been hearing anything from them.
1: I mean, we, we just elected, if this if if the media called it correctly, a man who is on tape assaulting women on a regular basis and you know implicit um i have a a friend that once said implicit in the access hollywood tape was consent he said the words they let you
2: Mm.
1: there was consent
2: well (laughs) it's amazing to me that kamala harris can say i absolutely believe joe biden's accuser uh and uh and then go serve with him doesn't matter. It's
0: a great point. All right, we've got to go to break. We've got our question of the day coming up. We'll be right back. Really good point.. Yesterday, we asked you, do you still trust the integrity of the election process? Wasn't really surprised by this one, 94.9% of you said no. Mm-hmm. I hope that we're working on getting that changed, though. Today's question, this is a fun one. Uh, if officially elected, who will Biden select as press secretary? Will that be Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton, Corn Pop, or you know the thing?
2: <laughs> I kind of like you know the <laughs> thing. Uh, that's what I'm going for. I, I, I don't know why we didn't put Whoopi Goldberg into that mm-hmm.
0: category. Yeah.
2: You,
1: you 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 know the thing, Brian Stelter.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> <I can. laughs> you know the yeah. thing. Thanks.
0: All right, so Glenn, what do you have for us this week? What's coming up that we need to? Be uh,
2: tomorrow we're going to talk about the Senate. Uh, our special is on first the uh, election, possible fraud, then the Senate and what that means, and then what we as Americans need to do to begin to fight for liberty. It's a really important uh, segment of the show tomorrow night.
0: Hugely important. And Rob, if people wanna follow you, where do they need to go?
1: At uh, Robino on Twitter and Parlor now. I joined Parlor today. S-
2: I did too. Look at that.
1: I did Parler. too. Excited.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah good. It seems like everybody's kind of migrating that way so we don't have to worry about everything that we post being censored, which yep. I think is awesome. And then you're still doing all your podcasts. You've got a new one coming up this week, I have a
2: new one this week with Megan Kelly that is excellent. She's so good. Really excellent. Awesome. Really good. Well,
0: thank you guys for watching. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm.
5: We'll be back again tomorrow. Thank you.
1: Did you see Cliff Malone? You know Cliff Malone, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.